and welcome to Women's Wisdom Wednesdays, where we come together every Wednesday to empower women, foster connections, and thrive on our journey of surviving womanhood. Today, we have a very special guest joining us. Her name is Heidi Almaruf, and she has an incredible story to share. But before we introduce her, let's take a moment to address you, our audience. We want to remind you to visit our website, www.survivingwomanhood.org, where you can find valuable resources, connect with other women, and stay updated on upcoming episodes. We encourage you to actively participate by asking questions, adding comments, and if you have a story to share, we would love to hear it. This is a safe space for us to learn and grow together. I'm Casey Conrad, well-being specialist and whole life coach, and my beautiful co-host. Hi, I'm Bianca. I'm also a personal coach and business mentor at the Surviving Surviving Head with Casey. Thank you very much. Okay. So, let's meet Heidi. While working as a community health nurse, Heidi had a French patient who spoke no English, and she needed a translator. Luckily, there was a Moroccan man who was called in. He and Heidi became friends, and just a year later, he proposed, and they were married. So, Heidi... Is there more to that story that you'd like to fill us in on? Well, uh, this Moroccan man happened to be working there. He was an engineer for the DBA. He wasn't just a meandering Moroccan man outside the door. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was funny, intelligent, caring, and my colleagues actually wanted to set me up with him. So that that was their goal. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much for that up <laughs> and and where was that where were you working at the time in edison new jersey edison u.s night yeah yeah okay perfect so we are so privileged to have you here today heidi and we are certain that your journey is going to serve as an inspiration to many other women out there who share similar experiences so let's dive in Can you share some of the challenges that you've encountered during your life's journey and adventure after taking on a new religion, marrying into a new culture, and moving halfway around the world to begin a new life with your family? And how have you managed to find strength and fulfillment in these choices? Well, I never really looked at it as challenges. I always looked at it as adventure learning, uh, meeting people, um, just living, living. It was one step at a time. As far as, I'll take each one, as far as religion, I became Muslim prior to our our marriage, which is really important to me because Islam is a way of living um, and you can't just do it for somebody. So we were all at work talking one day and people were talking about their different religions and Islam was something I'd never heard of. So my husband and colleague at the time gave me a book, Islam in Focus. I read it. 
it made sense to me um, in line with my values and I became Muslim. So that was very natural flowing um, uh, change over from being Catholic to becoming Muslim. And then as far as um, the other thing, are you, oh, marriage. You know Heidi, I'm sorry, I'm going to, I have a question. Sure. I think this might be something that will be helpful to so many women going through something similar. How did your family react when you let them know that you are going to, I'm going to just use the word convert, from Catholicism to Islam? This is a great question. So. <laughs> I do my best. I didn't want to talk too much, so that was the reason why I cut this part out. Becoming Muslim was okay, but it's when I became, when I started covering, that was right, you know, that was a visual thing. So about four years into our marriage, I ended up having to have a hip replacement from a previous injury when I was younger. So I was at home studying and, and, and I just, just, I read books and I, be, well, I wanted to be, just cover. So that was a difficult thing for my parents, which there's always a good point is that for a long time, my mom thought I was praying to a different God because it's Allah, but Allah is just the Arabic word for God. So that was really, really something I, we take for granted so many different things. Um, so yeah, that, and then, then they realized I wasn't changing as a person. I was putting a scarf on, but from friends, from colleagues, it's amazing what a scarf can do. It changes so many things. Um, so thank tell us more about that. Tell us more about those things that that change with just that very simple um, alteration. Yes. Actually, I had friends that wouldn't speak to me anymore. Um, I had family members that were questioning that I was going into something unknown and that I was going to change. But once they saw that I was still the same person and how Islam is really focuses on family and even women, because a lot of times people think that women are, you know, put down in Islam. Women are revered in Islam. There's even a saying that heaven is at the foot, I, I, I think heaven is at the foot of the mother. So this is how important the woman is in Islam. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that is wonderful to hear you share because Bianca and I, as well as you, have had the privilege of living in Muslim countries and to be able to see the reality of that and, and how important and what a strong figure in the family the mother is. Um, and you know, like, the, the young men don't do anything without their mother's permission, right? I mean, anything that anyone sees. <laughs> Great. Thank you for, that's wonderful. I'm really, I'm glad that you shared that because that is, a, that is a misconception that people in the West do have about Islam. Yeah. Um, and they don't realize that for a lot of women, covering is a choice. It's not a demand. And how did it feel for you, Heidi, that by 
moving in and, de- and deciding to then cover did it also have an experience for you was it does it feel different yes it did and now I wouldn't change it at all I mean um some people say well you do it for your husband I said no no because I've had friends who have done it for their husbands and it wasn't from their heart and it was very difficult for them for me my husband was and we were volleyball players on the beach in bathing suits um and my husband never forced me or changed. He he supported my my choice to put a scarf on. I felt like I was doing two different things. I was going to the mosque with a scarf and then walking out and taking it off. So with the studies, uh, with time, reflection, it was really important for me to do that. And my husband supported that too. So, yeah. Great. So how have you managed to... Um hold on to this strength in your belief and find fulfillment in this new life that you created? Well, for, it was a transition, actually. We were in New Jersey for a couple of years. Then we went to Michigan, and then we went to Maryland for people that it's all on the East Coast of the USA. And then my husband got a job over in the UAE. So it was a transition of learning to become Muslim for a year. Then I got married. Then we lived together, you know, as husband and wife lived together um and then we went overseas and on in the summers we would go to Morocco so that was also something that was an experience too because the U.S. family usually you know our family is five people my husband's family is seven children and then their parents so even the numbers alone and also when we got married and moved in with each other the family comes frequently, and it's really it's it's enlightening to see how tight knit everybody is. So yeah. So how how did your husband's family? We talked about your your family. How did your husband's family accept you? Uh they did. I <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> you know, Actually, you know what's funny is I was covered before they were, and once I became co- uh, was covered and met them, they started covering too. It so it was something that was a statement of that. <laughs> yeah, that's the the only yeah. thing is the language barrier. Um, his family, some spoke English, some didn't, some spoke half and half, so language was a bit of a challenge. But you know, when you put your heart and your smile into it. You can communicate anything. You really can. And even when we were in North Morocco uh, this summer, I North Morocco, nobody speaks any English at all. So I was looking for potato peeler. So I went to the souk, and I'd, all I did was go like this. They knew I needed a potato peeler <laughs> for the funny. Well, you know what? That's fantastic, right? <laughs> like you said, you know, language is interpretive, right? So. No. What we learn, like verbal communication is such a small percentage of the whole of communication. And those are the kind of circumstances that prove that to us, right? And thank goodness. Yeah. 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 Perfect. So once you stop, so go ahead, Bianca. Yeah, I was going to say, like Heidi, you've obviously, that's, you've gone through a, a very significant change. There's lots of, lots of changes from your, your family, from, from your husband's family. And, and how did you process that how did you adjust to that change and what sort of time frames are we talking about was it a long period of time was it a short period of time and what things 
and strategies like what kind of practices even from your religion or something from outside your religion do you use to sort of help you in that journey um religion of course prayers um is really important support and connection continued connection with my family in the usa even though we were in the uae i would come back regularly um, many families would end up going to over there would go to different countries. We always spend our time coming back to the USA to spend our time with our family. Um, my husband had family in the US and also Morocco. So that was what was important. Also friends, um, working. I was a nurse there in the US embassy and then a school nurse. Being a mom, connecting with other moms. Um, um, I also started my own business over there doing first aid and CPR, which led to other connections. It's networking not isolating yourself is connecting with others yeah and have and have you in that in the time in this process and got met other women have gone through similar situations to you um yeah I, similar choices all a mix a mix yeah some were actually married to emirati some were married to other europeans some were married to americans but the ones that really did well in the uae were ones that would network and connect and, and move out of their comfort zone. You really had to network and get out there. And we love the beach. We love the sand. So it's the sun, sand, and, you know, just going with whatever, staying in the moment, not thinking about the future. Because when you think about the future, you, you it's the what ifs. What if this happens? Stay in the moment and enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you. I'm just going to have a look online, see if we've got any questions. I want to invite anybody who's watching, if they have anything to share, any questions for myself or Casey and especially Heidi while we have Heidi here. It'd be really great to hear from anyone that we have online. If not, please leave a comment on our uh, um, Facebook page and we can get back to you, answer any questions after we have finished this as well. Currently, we don't have any sort of questions right now um, for you, Heidi? So I've got a follow-up question. What advice do you have for women who are considering taking a similar path and need to that they need to navigate their personal and professional lives during this sort of uh, change in, in in step in their lives? What, what kinds of advice would you give for women in similar circumstances? I would suggest picking a good partner. That's really important, a husband or partner really important um do your homework really google google where you're going where you're thinking about going if you're changing religions google that just see how it plays a part in your life stay connected with family um and friends um reflect on what's important to you in life and your values remember who you are don't, so many moms and women put themselves last, if at all. So it's really important to remember who you are. Keep with your hobbies. Keep with your artistic talents. This is something I, I focus on with my coaching is that women forget themselves. They Moms forget themselves. Wait, wait until the kids grow up. Wait until they go to university. And then that comes and they forget who they are. Don't even know who they are. So it's really important to. And go with the flow. And appreciate. Put the expectations aside and appreciate. So that is a really good point that you're making. Um, 
uh, about the the self care and and that sort of thing. I want to. Um, I think Bianca might have a question on that coming up, but I want to just plug a question in here, Heidi. Um, you've talked about your nursing career and some of the things that you've done in the UAE, but what I would like to talk to you about now or have you talk to us about is how you grew as a person and expanded your outlook and created a whole new business for yourself. Um, I just kept my eyes open and listened and felt and experienced and discovered and kept reflecting and moving forward. It's really, really important, I feel. Um, and just experiencing, going to Morocco and seeing the, just the minimal that they have there and they're still happy. You know, it's just amazing. Even We take for granted so much here in the USA. Running water, our health, the medical facilities. So it's really seeing, and, and even as a nurse, a school nurse, I went to Turkey, Kenya, um, did some work in Rwanda and Uganda to see how they are happy with a stone, <laughs> you know, playing games with stones or making a pile of dirt. It's just amazing, and they're happy. So, yeah, it's a good reminder. Running water, how they had to walk miles, literally miles, to get water. Going to school as a, as a female especially. You know, we take for granted education. So, yeah. It's about appreciation, keeping your eyes open. Wonderful, wonderful reminder. So um, we want to support and allow for a little bit of a platform here for our guests to kind of toot their own horns a little bit and talk about their businesses. So if you can um, tell our watchers and our listeners right now about the business that you are doing in now in New Jersey and online. And then um, at the end, we will put your contact information into a comment with the um, video. So tell us about what you're doing now, how that came about, because that's a really great story. And I'm privileged and honored to have known you and watched your journey from where you started doing your own thing until where you are now. So I'm very proud of you. So I would like you to share this with the rest of the, the world. Well, actually, Casey, I rented a room from Casey when I was first doing Reiki. <laughs> I rented a room and did not charge anything. I think it was for six months. <laughs> and then, so what I'm doing now is I'm doing Reiki and life coaching um, online, and I'm trying to promote it in person here and doing my first workshop called The Power of Letting Go. So that's something new for me, too. I've always wanted to do workshops, but relocating. My husband lost his job um, a year ago, and which was actually the best thing. There's so much has happened in a year. So many different experiences has, you know, opportunities have come from us. So, yeah. Um, so I'm doing Reiki and life coaching online, remotely, and um, in person. I'm still connected with the UAE. 
through uh, Body Tree Studio and have clients through there. So thank you. That's the two. <laughs> I would say, say where they can find you. Just say it and then we will put it in the comments at, at the end. Okay. Healing with Heidi on Instagram and lifeline999 at gmail.com. Perfect. Very good. Okay, Bianca. So my last question for you, Heidi, is how has your um, journey impacted your perspective on life overall? And also, how has your journey affected your thoughts and feelings around the importance of self-care? Um, it's just enhanced it because I knew it all along, but it really enhanced it and reinforced it. So the importance of just remembering who you are. Motherhood is amazing. And just it, that was something new for me too, of course. But yeah, just remember yourself and stay in the moment. And and people have bucket lists of when they grow older. Don't have the bucket list. Have the live list. Do it now. So they're like, no, that's not yeah. now. Yeah. So. So, Heidi, um, is there anything else you would like us to know about um, you, your journey, your wonderful son? You want to mention your son and what what it was like, um, mother, what motherhood was like in another country. Thanks for, I was thinking about that as we were speaking was, yes, our son was, he grew up in the UAE. It was a safe place, which was a comfort to us, even though sometimes he'd go places and we would hide in the bushes to make sure he was still safe. <laughs> you never know. As you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was, we, he grew up there and now he's in doing well in school. Um, and he has gravitated to also keeping the diversity in the universities that he's chosen, which has helped him also in progressing into medical school. So yeah, it's been such a gift being in the UAE, experiencing everything from all the people we've let, we've met there and come back home here to the USA. So we'll also keep our connections everywhere. Yep. And Morocco too. He loves Morocco. That's his Morocco and the USA and the UAE is three homes. Well, how lucky is he to have three, three beautiful places to call home? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a wonderful gift to give to your children. Yeah. And safety, having the comfort of safety. That's another thing going back to deciding where you're going. Safety is really important for a child to be able to grow up in a safe, comforting, loving environment. It's really important for confidence and building other, you know, qualities. Fantastic. So, Bianca, do you have any other questions or anything for Heidi? I don't. No, thank you very much, sir, Heidi. Really enlightening. Thank okay. you. Okay. So what I would like to do now is just kind of summarize and um, pinpoint or bullet point the key takeaways from my understanding from what I've heard from you today. So one of the most important things that I think I heard you say was remember who you are. Don't lose yourself, right? Always like take time for yourself and and continue that relationship with you. So when all is said and done, you can know who you are. Yeah. Um, also, that if you're thinking about crossing religions or crossing cultures or crossing oceans, that you research it, that you take your time, 
you look at all aspects, you um, take the information in holistically, and then weigh it. Yeah. And that when you um, do cross the culture, or you find yourself in a, a new place, that it's important that you find a community, that you put yourself out there, that you find like-minded people and people who can support you and who you can support back. So did I miss anything or get anything wrong? No, everything sounds good. I mean, okay. that's some of those things. <laughs> and is there anything else you would like us to know? Family is really important. Stay connected. Family and friends. And your faith. Really important. And thank you very much for making me feel comfortable. And, and anybody out there, you, I mean, you all have a story. Come forward. Share it. It's not as, you know, this is not my forte is speaking in front, but come. Come forward and share your stories. Well, thank you, Heidi. So we just want to take a moment to appreciate you, Heidi for sharing your inspiring story, your journey, and your strength and sense of adventure and the resilience. You're truly remarkable, and we really want to thank you. Thank you. So we also want to invite all of our viewers, whether you're watching us live or on the replay, to share your stories, suggest future topics or guests, and actively engage with the surviving womanhood community. We are looking to put a community of women together who are like-minded, who have shared similar experiences, and who are here to support one another going forward. So before we wrap up, again, let us extend a heartfelt thank you to you, Heidi Almaruf, for joining us today and sharing your incredible journey of resilience and adventure. Your story serves as an inspiration to us all. So if you've been touched by Heidi's story, or you have, again, experience of your own to share, leave a comment below. They'll be helpful for someone out there. We value your voice, and we want to create a community where we can learn and grow together. And don't forget to mark your calendars for our upcoming Women's Wisdom Wednesday on July 26th, when we'll have the privilege of hosting a remarkable guest, Farah al -Kusihim. She will be sharing her inspiring journey of overcoming a debilitating stutter and becoming an advocate for others with similar challenges. You're going to love her. Together, we'll continue to explore the remarkable survival stories of women just like you who have faced challenges with courage and resilience. And again, thank you all for being a part of our empowering community. Let's face every challenge, rise above adversity, and support one another on our journeys of surviving womanhood. So until next time, let's thrive as women together on our journey. Thank you very much.